Alright, we're back for another episode of the Ill Advised Podcast. I have uh, my friend next to me, Mike Cologne. Hello. How's it going, man? How's it going, man? How's it going? <laughs> um, yeah, this is a holiday special. We've, we've been gone for a few weeks. Um, and pretty much, you know, next year we're going to be doing this every week. We're just going to be consistent with it and all that good stuff. It's just, you know, we're getting started with this thing. So we're, uh, But we didn't want to go out of the year without doing a... A Christmas special. No, it makes sense. Yeah, and I I took off my hat yeah, immediately. I'll hope you really back. put it back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, you know, do you feel a little bit alone? Yeah, no, I just uh, okay. look like a clown. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's not anything new. Okay. All right. I'm on. There All we right. go. Yeah. There we go. Okay. This is warm as shit. Too. I know. It's it's gonna be a ride. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been, man? I haven't seen you in a really long time. Yeah, shit. I think um, I left uh, in May 2018. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think I've seen you since I'm probably going to bleep, you know, uh, bleep out the... Oh, is my ass supposed to swear? No, no, no. The, the, just the company. We, we oh, don't need company? to talk about it. Yeah, fuck We work company. together. Fuck <laughs> 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 the fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> as long as I can swear. this whole thing over again? Cause I think... No. <laughs> no, we're gonna. No, we're fine. We're gonna. We're we're just gonna bleep out the name of the company. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Um, it rhymes with. <laughs> Schmerizing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh um, God. Uh, no, but <laughs> so yeah, man. What, what have you been up to? Oh yeah, so I uh, when I left uh, Rochester, I was living out in Denver for about six months. Mm-hmm. And then, which was a plan, and I moved out to LA for a little bit after that. Um, and then, pretty much, like my life just fell apart in LA. <laughs> it's oh, kind of like no. just like completely transparent. Like it just fell apart. Like I oh, wow. uh, was not ready to go there. Like Denver was great. I loved Denver. It was fun. But then LA was just like this. Just to give you guys, like I landed in Los Angeles with five hundred dollars in my bank account. Oh wow! Yeah, the fact that I even made it. As Why did you as go it, in the first place, dude? It well, first off, I'm bipolar. <laughs> so let's get that out of the way. This is a sponsorship for bipolar. <laughs> if you have an idea, don't do it. <laughs> Talk to your therapist. Take your meds. Don't make impulsive decisions. But mm-hmm. um, no, but in all seriousness, I it had been moving out. You know, I've been doing comedy uh, for about seven years. Sure. And, you know, I always wanted to be an actor, and I just love film. Uh, it always had been a dream. Yeah, one, wait, one sec. I can, am I hearing you yeah, breathe? Yeah, he's breathing. Yeah, yeah. the mic was like... Yeah, just any I do it too, just just like put it, take it off your face I a little bit. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Is a ship coming in? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, all right. You don't have to put, you know. But, um... Uh, yeah, just any, you know, anytime you want to chime in, bring it up, but then just keep it off, you know, but, um, yeah, wait, wait, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're asking, uh, you know, why did I do it? Um, I think it was just, I had one of those moments, I woke up in, like, February, I'll never forget it, it was, like, middle of February, Mm -hmm. and I just was like, I can't do this, I was like, I hated my job, I hated where I was at, and moving to LA had always been this, like, dream, and I was like, you know, I'm like 20 seven you know i'm gonna be like you know i only got a couple more years i'm 30 i was like i just don't want to ever be one of those guys that was like i'm gonna do this and then just never do it right so i was just like fuck it i was like i got a little bit of money i ended up working like overtime a little bit 
and I just went. I call. I literally that day I made a decision, and the next day I bought the ticket. Yeah. Like, and um, I don't regret it. Like, I, I had to do it. It was just a personal decision, and I'm glad I left that job. And you do and, com. I mean, you do comedy, so that was the the place to be. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, L.A. If you for any sort of entertainment, you know, actor, film, comedy, and I wanted to do all of that. Like, you know, I'm a writer. I, I like acting. I like comedy a lot, obviously. So that was mm-hmm. like the place. To- <laughs> Am I still hearing your breathing? <laughs> Wait, I think I still hear you. I got the mic. No, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's you. Then is it? The the microphone is completely faced away from me. All right. So this is this is me actually sitting here like this. This is what you would actually hear. Do you hear any difference of? No, no, you're maybe it was. Um. Yeah, just uh, I would. This is, but then I also had the mic just turned away like this. (laughs) It was sitting here. (laughs) So unless I'm a dragon breathing fucking fire. I don't it's think just, that. It might, you might be right. Yeah, it's I'm so no. subtle. No, it's fine. It's, <laughs> I mean, I did trim the nasal hairs today. I mean, it does get a little cold. No, it's just fun. I do the same. But I think maybe, like, just, just like if it's like here and then bring it to you here if you decide to, you know, chime in. Look, my story's you know. boring. I can change it, right? <laughs> like, he's viewing he's over there. He's uh, He had a rough day at work. He's, no, he's it's gotta, okay. He's got to... I'm sorry. You know, he is a dragon breathing fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for, for doing this today. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Continue with your story. Sorry. Uh, was a... it, you know, uh, I just, it felt like the right thing to do. And so I just, I went and I had connections. I lived with friends out in Denver for a while. And then I moved to LA and I lived out with a buddy with him uh, for about a month. And I was like, broke broke i was doing lift full time like it was rough out there and i ended up staying with this guy uh another guy i knew from rochester barely and i lived with him in compton and his Mm. sister who was a stripper (laughs) and i was sleeping on the floor in the middle of their living room in compton and i knew it was going to be a bad setup when the first day i walked in there and his sister said hi to me and i was like hi how's it going she goes just so you know i'm a stripper and yeah. I was just like, that's unnecessary. Like, <laughs> I'm not judging you, but now I am because you felt like the need to tell me. Well, right. Oh, that Anybody was... that's like, that feels the need, I mean, they obviously have a certain insecurity about yeah. it. They're like, they're like <laughs> hey, I do drugs. Like, just own it, pussy. Like, if you're going to do coke, do coke like a man. <laughs> no, but it's just, yeah, I mean, they... Um, yeah, I don't know. You do find that a lot with people if they're like, it's not you that's ashamed of them. It's it's them that's ashamed of them yeah. themselves. Yeah, she so was nice. Feel... Like, no ill will in her, but what ended up happening is, I guess I moved in, and the deal was I was supposed to live in the living room. They are going to put up dividers. I never got dividers. And then she just, like, you want to talk about just motions. Uh, one day she was just like, he has to go. And she almost threw out all my stuff onto the, like, sidewalk on Thanksgiving Day. and so my buddy who i was living with like thankfully stopped her but once that happened and i just hit this point where i was like i gotta go home i was like i'm screwed like i have nowhere to live the money i was making was not enough uh so it was a real bad moment i'll never forget leaving la it was like 82 degrees sunny landing in buffalo Mm -hmm. like 30 degrees blizzard my parents picking me up to go to live with them for a while sure it was was really depressing (laughs) it was bad no man i mean it's it just is i mean it's kind of par for the course i mean well how 
How old are you? Do you? I'm 30. 30? I just turned 30 yeah. this year, yeah. And when did you move back from California? Like how many years ago? Or it had to have it been was, like a year ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About there a year. Go. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's like you're creeping up on 30 and things aren't quite the where you want them to be. And like, yeah. believe me, man, I've been there. Without no, you just got to do yeah. it, man. I just, it, it's, there's no such thing as bad decisions, right? Unless it's like yeah. murdering your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a bad decision. I'm pretty sure good, a lot of judges you know? would, would I don't say know, man. Them. Like, do you? Justifiable <laughs> homicides. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a term, justifiable? Is that like a real thing? Like justifiable homicide, right? Court of public opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, uh, like if someone shoots a, a robber in their house, that's justifiable, right? Like, you can kill someone who breaks into your house. And if somebody hey, steals Google your soul, murder. you should be able to kill them. So, uh, <laughs> can you just Google murder? <laughs> but, uh, it's actually going to appear in purple when you type it on. Uh, <laughs> when somebody steals your soul, you're a redhead, Schofield. You, you were the one who stole the soul. Um, just about a high concept. <laughs> Click that picture, please. You can go ahead and go to the screen, Schofield. Is there such a thing as justifiable homicide? I don't know. Only on NBC. Mm. Oh, I thought it was the Jacobin. I have what is no that idea. Based on the name on that law firm, I... Wait, what are the four it? types of homicide? That's even more important. What is... <laughs> what four, four types? types? Capital, capital murder. Yeah, capital murder. Capital murder is recognized by the courts and criminal defense lawyers as the most serious type of homicide and subject to serious penalties. Murder. Dot, dot, dot. Just murder. Yeah, manslaughter. <laughs> manslaughter, cr criminally neglect, uh, homicide. That's what is an so, example of, excu of excusable homicide? Yeah, well, I mean... Justable, justifiable. The concept of justifiable homicide in criminal law is a defense to culpable homicide. So criminally negligent Generally homicide is probably prudent. someone driving drunk and killing someone. I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, or is that manslaughter? I'm assuming. No, exculpatory evidence in the legal defense of the justification. So you know, you can use the idea of temporary insanity, or you know, the idea of self-defense. There's, there's, you know, bitch had a coming to her is where I was getting it with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh Can you imagine saying that in court? I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, honor. Eventually, somebody, eventually somebody had to turn this into a Christmas special. Okay? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're just like in court. And now like, we're going to open favorite. up our secret Santa gifts. No, <laughs> no, we don't have any. That tree's thing. not even on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah, let me, let me. This is going off the rails. Completely, because we were on that, uh, the, 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 the Google screen for a little bit there now. Well, oh, it's a fun time when you just google murder <laughs> you just don't, wait, don't don't just don't go on youtube wait, wait, my, my favorite part long. is uh nez's uh what chrome tabs best slow cooker and then casualty statistics <laughs> like, what is your life <laughs> well there's there's some study material too up here we don't need to look at that ever yeah, don't need to ever look at that. You better not be bringing that up on the screen. <laughs> Everybody's in the mood to share their uh, their Spotify playlist, but nobody's in the mood to spare their Google, you know, search list. Yeah. Dude, that is that's, yeah, so that was a bit. <laughs> that was a bit I used to do on stage, where I used to go, okay, I'm gonna pull up my Google and name off the last thing. three things I Googled, and I think it was no, like uh, Fight Club, no Why Are Pandas White. And why does my arm itch? <laughs> like, Google, I would wish I had my phone on me. I'd look up what I Googled. I mean, I don't want to look at it. Yeah, I don't want to do it. No, not, not, not until I've vetted it first.
Sometimes um, my girlfriend grabs my phone to Google stuff, and I'm terrified of the first letter she puts in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just, like, standing there, and I'm just, like, looking. I'm like, don't put in P. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I so there was a uh, one girlfriend that I was going through a breakup with. Uh, we were sitting on my couch, and she pretty much it was like that that point where it's like, you know, you don't know if you guys are gonna give it a shot or or not. And then she puts her puts my phone in my hand, and there's the fingerprint scanner on the back, and she puts her she puts my finger on the fingerprint scanner, just like going like, we're gonna look at your we're gonna look at your phone right now. Oh my god! And I was like. And I, I I remember doing it. I was just like, okay, let's see where this goes. Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, it's like maybe she Russian does, roulette. We're just gonna go to my text messages. There's nothing in my text messages, but yeah, if she probably went to my <laughs> search history, uh, it probably would have been great. That's awful. But dude. no, I. Uh, <laughs> and we were going through a breakup too, so I was like, kind of like you know, going the on thing- a little bit on the. I worry about pictures, Tinders. photos of my girlfriend going through my photo, but not yeah. because like I have nudes or some other chick on there, but right. for memes, like right. really fucked up memes. I sent her a couple like really bad fucked up memes when we first started dating to like test the limits. Sure. And she texted me back. She's like, don't ever send that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's there, a boundary. Why? Well, I have, a, well, I have a, this WhatsApp group chat with like 10 people from uh, Charlotte. Yeah. And they have, uh, <laughs> and dude... And it automatically, I don't know, unless you, I don't even know if you can set it to off on your phone, mm-hmm. but you can like, but it automatically downloads to your phone. So you just open up your, and it's like the last five things they sent you. And it's all memes, like yeah, and all yeah, disgusting yeah, yeah. memes too. Trash, just like trash. somebody just like, just out of nowhere, just taking a shit somewhere. Like it's like really, just really just, just awful, horrific stuff. No captions, just a dick. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no, it's just beyond that. And it's just like, and then like, like boob rating competitions like it's just really it's really just fucking just dog stuff but it's uh but it's you know yeah locker room talk yeah a lot of locker room talk and um yeah but if she ever opened up my my photos it would have been just like boom right there yeah front page oh phones man it's a game changer yeah man so so all right so you were in la you came back what have you been doing for the last and i have a little bit of a beef with you because you know that we talked about this a little bit when you came through the doors this is the first time i've seen him in maybe like two years yeah yeah because you left work we were still hanging out you left for la which is you know i was like good for you and then you can't i heard you came back i didn't know and then you know this is the first time i've talked to you since I came yeah. back saying, oh, I was really embarrassed, you know? Like, honestly, I think a lot, it has nothing to do with you. I mean, being, like, again, transparent, I was just really embarrassed. You know, like, I left that job, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to L.A., blah, blah, And then, like, to come back, I was like, this is embarrassing, you know? Yeah. Like, it was more just, like, I didn't want to reach out, not because I didn't want to see anyone, because I was just embarrassed, you know? I was like, fuck, I fucked up my life. I left. I look like an idiot, you know? Which, like, is I'm more harsh on myself than other people would be. Sure. But um, I think that was definitely a big portion. Like, that first year when I was back, it was just like... Uh, it was like a turtle in its shell. I didn't really want a lot of people to know I was here. Make sure you t- talk into it, into the side of it. Like here? Right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, way better. Yeah, I... Uh, I under- uh, you know, I understand, man. I mean, I... I was going through this testing stuff that I was doing, um, and I just and like I I had to. I remember thinking like if I failed, because I had already failed it once before. I was like if I fail, I'm this is like I'm done. And yeah. Like I I tried, came, saw, went, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and you know and, and that'd be a tough thing after telling everybody how I was like. 
peace out, guys. I'm going to go do that. And it was, I just remember that going through my head the entire time. And luckily it worked out, but it was just like, you know, I, I just remember thinking like that's, that's the, but at the same time, I, I also accepted the fact that it was like, even if I, like, at least I tried something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, and I have this friend, um, you know, they have this family member, they have a bit a business, a, a family business. Yeah. 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 And the one, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can family. say that without doing that. It's a family business. <laughs> But they have this one, you know, beloved family member who is part of the business. Yeah. And I remember them saying something about, like, the, he's just kind of, like, the he, really great guy, but kind of just the black sheep of, like, the business yeah, portion yeah, yeah. of it. And I, when they were talking about it, they were saying that, you know, we just wish he would try he would try something. Even if it's like, you know, obviously running whatever business they were they were running, you're not, you know, it's not necessarily what he wanted to do, but you can still make it your own, make it, you know, try something new, come to them with ideas. Yeah. You know, say like, oh, I want to try this to try and expand the business, do whatever. You know, and uh but he just kind of he's, you know, in his, you know, probably in his sixties now. And you know he has he hasn't really tried anything. You can tell. I hope he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people. I know people in Charlotte. Right? Nobody knows who I'm talking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. No, but there's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but there, but there, you know, yeah, he hasn't tried it, much of, you know, you know uh, anything, and he's in, you know much much of anything outside the box. I mean, he's he's doing fine. He's no he's earning a wage, doing doing whatever he he can, but. You know, he's never really went outside the box, and that's kind of... I mean, that's half the reason why I started this podcast, is I really wanted to do something. Like, I used the COVID opportunity to yeah. do it. And I really was just like, you know, love it or hate it, at least I fucking tried. And I was so scared to put out the first episode. Yeah. But the response was, either the people who I knew were going to criticize me and be like kind of that asshole bully in the park, sort yeah. of like... Like, why the fuck are you doing this? Are you fucking... Oh, another podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the world needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just the negative assholes that, and especially aren't your fans. They're fucking losers. Those guys are losers. Let's just get that straight. Absolutely. They don't try shit. They just, they're internet trolls. They sit there and they like, but they're just, what are they doing? Right. What the fuck do they have? But even there there are people that have been, so, so people who are friends of mine, the vast majority of the responses, even if they don't agree with me politically, and we talked about how this podcast gets kind of political. Yeah. You know, even if they don't agree with me, they they're like, "This is awesome. This yeah. is great. You're trying something like this." Like you could just tell they were like, "I couldn't imagine doing that." Yeah, you know, which is kind of I, I don't want to say that's not sad, but it's not. You know, they at least recognize the fact that like it's like, no, you're going out there and doing something. Like you're trying something. Yeah, you can um, see the way you look with the Santa hat on right now. You it's probably... so serious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking trying something, man. <laughs> got a Santa hat on. We got to get those presents to, to those kids. <laughs> no, but like in all seriousness, like, dude, I mean, just like looking at the setup, like this is great. Like I was, you know, even when I started following your page, like it looks really professional. Like it's very clear that you put time and energy 
and passion into this. I've gone a lot. I've been on podcasts mm. before, and it's just like two guys, like way too fucked up out of their mind, like with like wires everywhere. You're we like, drank a we... few too much. Yeah. A few too many. When I did the podcast with Ryan, we had we had a, almost like a, three wrong quarters, game. three quarters of a bottle of scotch. It's not wrong <laughs> getting toasty us. on the podcast. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, it's just like I don't know. What I'm saying is just like it's very clear. You you love this. Like I mean, the TV. Yeah. Like it's very professional. It Thank looks you, great. man. I appreciate but fuck that. You. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I, I appreciate. You coming out, man? No, I, um, I, it, but I like it too. I really do. Even setting up all this stuff, I think some of the most fulfilling moments I've had is when it's been like even like our our issue with the sound. And tell you the truth, I don't know if it's going to be completely <laughs> fixed when the song comes out. Just make it black and white. This is going Charlie Chaplin episode. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, we'll see how the sound turns out. Um, but. You know, but that's been like half the podcasts I've done. Like a few of the times, like the monitor went down. I don't know if you were here, Schofield, because you produced most of mine. But I think this was actually for one of Taylor's. And like I had to just, I just kind of ripped the monitor out, grabbed yeah. the TV from my bedroom, put it put it there, hooked everything up. You know, just tried to make it. a quick fix because obviously we don't want to be here all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it seems like we're going to be. That's fine. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but there's... Uh, you know, but the, but things like that are fulfilling, especially when there's like a problem to solve and you have to solve it quickly so everybody can get on with doing the podcast. It's a it's it's a fulfilling. I've never thing. produced one comedy show where something didn't go wrong. Right. I've had mics cut out me cut out on me as soon as I start the show. Comedians canceling last mm. minute. You know, like it's just uh, it's just the way it is. You know. One of the favorite things I've because I've I've gone to I think at least a few of your comedy shows. I mean, some that you've just participated in. Yeah, yeah, One in particular that you put on that I really liked. Is it the chicken wing? Chicken show? wing thing yeah, was dude, great. That, one, that was awesome. Yeah. I that. wish you guys would have kept doing it. Like, we that did. Was a... We did another one. Well, I think I, I think I remember you guys doing another one, but I don't know if you've done it like consistently. Since uh, we were consistently doing it. So the last one we did was uh, November of 2019 at Three Heads Brewing. Oh, okay. um, again, because we're um, pretty tight with those guys. They're great. And it it was the first. I'm proud of this. It was the first local comedy show to sell out Three Heads Brewing. That's sold awesome. out. 250 people. Was wow. Chicken your comedy production, or what was you mentioned? Interloop. We well, Interloop. But I thought you heard you say Chicken Wings. So no, so, no. It was a, so he so pretty much the, the well. No, you can explain that. Sorry. So no, no, you're fine. It's uh the. Have you ever seen? <laughs> what's that? That's what I'm setting you up to do. Like I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Nobody we gotta get better at this. We gotta no, get better no. at this. I get it. If I'm gonna be a producer, I'm gonna have to maybe you know. The concept of justifiable homicide. In- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As long as the murder's on the screen, I'm gonna bring it up. Oh but, yeah, yeah. I'll bring no, it no, it's yeah. fine. But so the the concept uh, was: Have you have you guys familiar with the YouTube series Hot Ones? Oh yeah. Okay, Absolutely. so that's I just ripped them off. Basically, I used to yeah. watch that show. And, I mean, no, no, seriously. Like, I used to watch that show, and I was like, this guy's a fucking genius. Like, he mm. interviews people. He makes them eat spicy wings. He asks them questions. It break. The thing about spices is it breaks people down. Like, oh, it yeah. makes you vulnerable because you can't control yourself. So I'm surprised I haven't seen one of those ones where somebody didn't just accidentally like wipe their eye. Oh, I pepper like sprayed that. myself every time we did that. Because I've never, I've never, I'm like, as I, re- I've just always like maybe it's because it's like almost like you can feel the heat like if you wear if you if you it's eat bad. a hot enough i've eaten wings. stuff man like i i and have stomach issues keep it away. Of it. you have yeah. stomach issues yeah we can get it i just had it uh and the how do you say it? 
and endoscopy. I just I have to get one in February. I, I have a hiatal hernia. I have a hiatal hernia too. Is that well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hiatal hernia. Can you Google that? <laughs> no, don't, don't. I don't <laughs> no. want to see it. Yeah. Great name for a punk band. My body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hiatal hernia. I'm really hiatal hernia. <laughs> Double capitalism. <laughs> oh no, our basis is strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. But all right, the concept of the ship. Uh, yeah. So basically, I just thought like that's a genius idea and like the thing about producing local comedy shows i'll just say this right now it's fucking hard like yeah. it's hard enough to bring out people to a club show where you have famous acts it's hard enough to right. convince people to spend five ten bucks on a local show with people they've never fucking heard of you know and i don't blame sure. them um some local shows straight up are rough like i was doing shows when i first started comedy people should not have paid to see me you know yeah. like it was bad but so I was, i'm always trying to figure out new creative ways to bring people in so i was like i love roast battles so why not just have people eat hot chicken wings before they roast each other it's a pun in itself because they're roasting while they're roasting (laughs) and it ended up being just like this insane success yeah like insane and like i'll tell you this one person uh a guy who i was doing the shows with uh the day of the first show when i came up with the idea called me and said don't do it he was like convinced it was going to be a bad show. Mm. Like he was like, "You got to cancel it. It's going to be terrible." This and that. And I just stuck to my guns and I was like, "No, man. Like I think I've got something here." And it ended up yeah. just being fucking hilarious and like a mm-hmm. huge hit because it didn't matter whether the roasts were good or not. Yeah, just watching the comedians fucking stress out and watching them sweat is. But hilarious. dude, I actually think if you just had a regular roast battle with local comedians, it wouldn't have been half as good as the one that you did. Mainly because I also think like with doing the the spicy chicken wings and, and doing that type of stuff, it just pushes their back against the wall even further. And dude, there were some hilarious like comebacks that I remember. There was one, I remember you had like, you know, spoiler alert, it was, you know, there was a decent amount of men on the, on the, yeah, on the yeah, yeah, that yeah. were the comedians on, on the thing. On purpose. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone's going to be paying for the Women DVD, comedians so. are not funny. Let the record <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but there was one girl that was hilarious because she came because like it seemed like like there were like two or three guys that were like saying like how much of like a like a hooker she was or whatever. And then she came back with one. I forget what it was. But everybody in the room was like doubled over laughing. I think her name was Ilhan. That sounds familiar. She's is she. For some odd reason, I I thought she looked half black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's not half. I think she's just like black, black. I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't right. know if I can. Well, they call I that light skin in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a minority. I can say it. Yeah, I'm yeah. half Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one can see <laughs> no, you, yeah. so you can say anything. Dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you can say. Uh, I you sound very ethnic. You're like a YouTube commenter right now. Like, yeah, go crazy. exactly. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Schofield. <laughs> yeah, no face. Yeah, no, yeah, no face. Um, but. Yeah, no, uh, those, dude, that was, just being on stage, too, like, and hosting it, it was just so much fun, man. Like, just, Absolutely, like, making yeah. fun of them while they're dying. Like, they, they, the best roast joke against me to this day, comedian on stage, going, Michael Clone looks like, uh, oh, God. Oh, no, I remember this. Remember? is hilarious. Yeah, 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 it was, you simultaneously <laughs> look like a child that was molested and, and the, the molester, the guy who molested <laughs> Dude, it was, 
I the was best, crying. The best road the- stroke against me the <laughs> whole time, dude. Like the whole fucking night was it was genius. He fucking killed it. Yeah, I was dying. Yeah. I remembered that for, and then I thought I attributed it to. I remember telling somebody at work about it, and he thought it was hysterical. And then later I told the story, and I made it sound like he told the joke. I, I oh no, couldn't remember. Well, I just couldn't remember like the timeline of how how it turned. That's how long I haven't. Senior. I know, I know, but I'm here. But you're yeah, you're... <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a, but... that was a good joke. I was really disappointed in other road strokes against me, though, man. Like, I feel like on paper you should be it should be pretty easy to make fun of me, but like all the jokes yeah. were like just racist and not funny against you. Yeah, like just like what, what um, were you? What were the racist jokes? Like just something about being Puerto Rican or Mexican, uh, like a short, like just yeah, like, yeah. easy ones. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, I was disappointed. I was like, really, guys? <laughs> like it's like this is so easy. Like, right. That's, I, I I mean I, some with Tony Shalhoub maybe or Shalhoub, yeah, like, I don't know. That, to um, this day, so that's the best roast joke again. Yeah, that was day. hilarious. I remember. It's amazing. That was that was great. Um, no, man, I, I'm glad that you're here because I, I mean, honestly, you're. That was one of the best shows I've I've been to as far as just like private shows, um, you know, especially comedy shows because I've seen you participate in some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and those weren't because it was mainly just people going up telling jokes. Yep, just standard comedy show, do a set, get off. Yep. Yeah, but hopefully this pandemic can calm down and you guys can get back to it. That'd be. Awesome. Yeah, comedy's dead, dude. It's real depressing. I mean, do you do you think <laughs> uh, it's? I just started getting back into it before the pandemic. I yeah. actually oh, yeah. come back on stage, and there was starting to be like the death of comedy. There was starting to be the curve of the people that just said "fuck it" like me, and they, there mm. was like, the people that were going to be completely towing the line of what's right and what's wrong, and people like me who were just going to go out there and just say whatever the fuck they wanted to say, and then now we can't sit in rooms. From, more than ten people, I guess. Well, they. Yeah. I mean, the the. the I mean, uh, what, what's your stance on the lockdowns? I mean, do you think they're ridiculous? Do you think that they're just absolutely? I, I think in the beginning, oh, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're um, fine. I'm, spoiler: alert, we're not six feet apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler: alert, I'm sick as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me more whiskey. Spoiler: uh, <laughs> No. Uh, yeah. No. There's there's three other shooters. That's one thing. I mean. How is uh, oh oh I'll ask you both of you what is the comedy scene in in Rochester? Oh God, that's <laughs> like does it exist? Is I've it? Got, a, I've got, let, I've got let, this let, feeling. Let, 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 Brian's no, got a specific he, opinion. He, here's, <laughs> no, 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 so here's, here's what I would say to do for the quality of this because this could actually be a good segment. And because of I had the camera on mic and then you started going into conversation. So if for you, someone cares about production quality. We're going to be editing out the part about Mike getting out anyways what I was talking about, correct? Hey, what? Getting out? No, probably not. Oh, never mind. Okay, well, I was going to say, why don't you ask Mike that question again? (laughs) No, we're good. Who, 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 your opinions? Okay, sorry. So, all right. So, what is the comedy scene? In Rochester, what is it? I don't know. I don't know if it uh, Ooh, does it exist. Of, I yeah, I mean it definitely. So yeah, I mean talking before COVID, yeah, I mean the comedy scene was like any, I guess other. I mean it's not the biggest one, but I mean there's open mics. 
local people producing shows. I mean, the biggest thing around here is comedy at the Carlson. Yeah. You know, like as a comedian, local comedian, that's where you want to be. You want to yeah. host shows there. You want to get gigs. And I was fortunate enough before the lockdown, I was hosting regular shows there. I've been was- to comedy. And that was kind of a facetious question a little bit just because of the fact that I've been to the comedy shows. I just don't know what to compare it to. Like I've heard of the L.A. comedy scene. It just does, but it obviously all those people have television shows and podcasts yeah, that are super really famous. Yeah, it's really hard to compare like Rochester to and, like LA. Right, yeah. but I mean, but you're never going to. I mean, it's hard to compare Rochester to LA in any aspect. Well, we have but, a comedy scene. Like, yeah. there are before COVID, there was like every weekend was like a local comedy show, and then you have sure. the Carlson, which every weekend was a big comedy show, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they would have pack out the... I did a show where I hosted for uh, this U- YouTuber Instagram guy, Trevor Wallace. Yeah. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's a real piece of shit. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I do not like Trevor Wallace, dude. I hosted The White for Claw him. guy. I spit yeah. all over him by accident. Really? This is a story and a half. So I hosted for Trevor Wallace um, January of uh, this year. It's fucking crazy to think that that was this year. Uh, yeah. But way before, or, you know, two months before COVID. And I was really nervous because he sold out the whole weekend. It was like a 350 seats. Yeah. First time I ever did it, uh, a sold out room. I was in the back room. He's like sitting on the table, writing shit down or whatever. I'm standing near the door because they, uh, they they call you out. You got to wait. And I had a gin and tonic and he's sitting across from me. I'm not joking. I did this. I sipped. And it just, like, went down the wrong tube. Like, you ever have that? And yeah. I just violently spit <laughs> all over him. Like, <laughs> all over him. And Trevor Wallace looks up at me and he goes, did you just fucking spit all over me? And I'm just, like, shocked. And I'm just like, oh, uh-huh, I'm so sorry. And he just, like, wiped off his face and went to the bathroom and was furious, dude. Like, was so pissed off at yeah. me. And I didn't have time to think because next thing I know, I'm being called on the stage. So yeah. I have to go on stage, open up the show. Meanwhile, in the back of my head, I'm like, I spit all over Trevor Wallace, and I'm totally fired from this gig as soon as I get back. So this is a kicker. The guy opening up for him, or uh, featuring, uh, older guy, told me to say this joke. He's like, hey, when you spit introduce me. Spit on him as well. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. Dude, I doubled down like, that night. Really again? <laughs> he told me, he's like, hey, when you introduce me, introduce me as Trevor Wallace's dad. So I said, okay, I'll do this joke. So I introduced him as Trevor Wallace's dad. Come back to the green room. Trevor Wallace is staring at me right in the face and goes, hey, don't do that joke. And I'm like, what the fuck? He was pissed at me about that. I Google it. Trevor Wallace's dad like left him at like 12 years old or something. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. So do crazy. you hate Trevor Wallace or does he have every right to hate you? I think, no. You know what it is? Like, <laughs> okay, granted, I, I spit on him. Not ideal, right? Right. But... Like his overall vibe, even before that, and he's just like a cocky little shit. He's just no, like, I, he's no, like no, cocky. I get it. He was, I just didn't like him, dude. I've worked with a bunch of guys that are young, old, and they were very nice and always hospitable. And he was the only one who was just, just a little. little and shit. also, if it's obvious that it's like a bodily function, like I, I've done that before. Like I spit up. Like I was at a. We were talking about our our friend Kurt mm-hmm. earlier, and I was at a at a bills game with him and we were in his seats that we were that he pays yearly for he has a huge bills fan biggest bills fan i know and so we're there and apparently he's been beefing with these people that have been said like seriously it's been an all-year thing i take a sip of my exact same thing happens i i just violently (laughs) like cough and spit up on uh, like and it's like and i just hear (laughs) 
I just hear, come on. <laughs> and then I go, and I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I was just so, like, so bad. I am so, so sorry. And she, and she goes, it's every week with these guys. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't help it if they were, you know, assholes oh, every week. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm so sorry. There's like every week. That's so funny. Yeah, it sucked. But, it was like the most embarrassing moment of my life. I was terrified. Yeah. I, mean, I was just more scared I was going to get fired. I was like, they're going right. to fire me off this weekend. It was yeah. like a big weekend for me. So, I mean, so you just got lucky did. you can't find a replacement at that moment. You were going to at least yeah. get the gig for that. Night. The owner of the comedy club, man, uh, his name is Mark. Really nice guy. He must love me. Also, like, I'm a, according to him, I'm a legend there now because I spit mm. all over Trevor Wallace. Like, he, <laughs> he, so he came to the back room. Oh. If, if you want, I, I do, I just feel like I need to finish this story. No, absolutely. Gets, go, go ahead. Yeah. So I did those two things, right? And then my girlfriend uh, was the first show she ever came to. So I go to the back room to hang out with her while the feature's on stage. He does about 15 minutes. And I'm talking to her, and she's like, hey, aren't you worried about getting back on stage? I'm like, no, no, I got a timer. It's good to go. So I have to be walking out as soon as he's walking off to like shake his hand and get on stage i'm sitting in the back room with my girlfriend the next thing i know the guy's like all right have a good night and i'm like all the way opposite wow. of the stage so i like bullet past like speedy gonzalez the freaking chefs in the back i run out on stage like breathing heavy mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh give it up for blah blah blah. i was like i'm totally getting fired from this show yeah and then i introduce trevor wallace i go to the bathroom i'm having a mental breakdown because i'm like i'm i'm fucking it up i'm gonna get fired the owner of the comedy club comes back and i hear on the door and i'm like oh he goes mike i know you're in there open up and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like oh my god yeah i was hiding i was hiding <laughs> and so he opened up the door i'm like hey and he's like look he's like you can't do that okay like be on stage on time it's okay for now don't worry about it i'm like cool so i'm still in the bathroom like still trying to process like five minutes later and he's like mike open up it's mark again and i'm like oh god okay so i open up and he's like mike did you spit all over Trevor Wallace? <laughs> and I was like, Mark, please don't fire me. Like, I swear yeah. to God, it won't happen again. He just started dying laughing. And he's just <laughs> like, awesome. I can't fucking believe it. But That's awesome. Yeah. It was fun. Damn, man. I mean, I, I, I that's got to be just a fun scene to be a part of. And, like, just kind of, you know, especially hanging out at the those clubs. And, you know. I mean, the, the comedy of Carlson I've been to, I saw, I saw uh, Rich Voss. Yeah, there. yeah, he's that was awesome. fun. That was I, I loved Rich Voss. Yeah, he's that a great, great guy, dude. He's very funny. And I saw Kelly. Rich, is it Richard? Is it Richard Kelly? I think so. Yeah. Is that his name? The the big fat bald guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bobby, Bobby Kelly. Bobby. Bobby Kelly, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. I Bobby, don't know him that no, well. Rich, I'm thinking Robert. Robert, Robert Kelly. Robert, Robert Kelly. Bobby. Bobby Robert. Kelly. You know. Yeah. yeah Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Um. Yeah, so I mean, like, and you know, you guys seem to have a good thing going on with the Interloop blog. You yeah. guys been doing that for <laughs> how long? Have you guys been doing that? So okay, I created the Interloop blog back in 2016. Yeah, so a long time ago. Was um, it you or a group of you? No, or? it was me. I, I was wondering I, that because it seemed like you were such a you were always contributing to it. It seemed like, but you. I didn't know if it was like a group of you. And... I am the sole creator. No, but <laughs> okay, real, yeah. I sat down one day because I love The Onion and I love like all satire sites and I was just bored looking for something. And I was like, oh, it'd be fun if sure. Rochester had a satire site. So I, I uh, the original name of it was called The Plate. 
I was going to call mm-hmm. it the plate, but then some stupid comedy improv group messaged me, and you're like, oh, our improv group's called the plate. You can't can't have the plate. And I was like, all right, all right. So I changed the inner loop. They, like, don't even exist anymore. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. And so, But the inner loop's a better yeah. name. It ended up working out. And so yeah. I created it in 2016, and I was just kind of, dude, I had, like, 50 followers, 100 followers. And uh, Shane Allen jumped on probably like a month or two later. And so uh, he's like, I run it together with him now because he basically, mm-hmm. I mean, we both created it at that point. Like, I, if you want to talk about who came up with the name and blah, 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 me. But like, mm-hmm. as far as what it is now, that's because of both of us. And dude, it was weird. It was the only saving grace when I moved back from L.A. So when I got back from L.A., it was January and I was just losing my mind. And I was like, I need something to focus on. So I started doing more, getting more involved with the blog. And so you left it for a short period. I of gave time. it to Shane because yeah. you know I thought I was going to be gone forever. So I was like, just right. take it. So when I came back, he was like, "Do you want to come back on board?" And I was like, "Yeah, like why not?" And so we just started making memes. We were strictly satire, like articles and stuff like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like I'm not shitting, I'm not joking. January of 2018, we had we. Uh, 800 followers mm-hmm. january or december of 2018 17,000 wow it just like memes exploded like i <laughs> yeah. mean it just like it was like we it, we didn't know what was happening because i mean we right. were just doing it for fun and creative and next thing you know we had sure. this social media it, insanity like we won rochester's best awards for best social media site best instagram like we just crush people and then like yeah it just right now between Facebook and Instagram. We have it's just so funny to me to hear you say those words. We were just crushing. People. It's just like, that's it was insane. Just, just because you're not, you're so like not imposing. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like we were just, just fucking. Ah. Dude, it was. It was just like insane. Like I yeah. look at it today. Like oh, between Facebook and Instagram, we have over fifty thousand followers. You know, yeah. like that's insane for like a small local blog. I mean, I compare us like, you know, I'm douchey. I look at bits, local businesses, and I'm like, we're fucking crushing you, bro. <laughs> oh, you got 2,000 people? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, let me just make a meme and crush your whole following. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just fucking. But, like, for real, it's, like, it's nice. Because, I mean, I've been working on it since 2016. And yeah. to see something, you know, a lot of people, I get pissed off when I see the comments. And they're like, I can't believe this thing just started. And I'm like, fuck you. I've been since 2016. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's been great, man. It took off. And you know now we just it's like a machine like i make memes now and we have merchandise and you You know we have have merch oh wow and uh you know we have advertisements and i make you know we're making money off of it slowly we got a couple secret projects in the work i'll tell you off the podcast no cool i can't tell you on the podcast no that's fine that's fine um, Yeah, it's been a saving grace. I think it was the only reason I didn't jump off a bridge when I moved back from L.A. was yeah. because the blog just started blowing up, and I was like, oh, cool, I can focus all my attention on And this. also, I mean, like, it's strange to me. Like, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I was mainly because, like, there's been this whole advent of, like, YouTube comedians and, yeah. and things like that. And it's like, you know, comedy can take, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you, like I feel like it's almost as if, like, an actor might think that, theater is like something the like only so, way the only way yeah, and yeah, the yeah. only like you know them slowly their heads disappearing into their own asshole yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Absolutely. and it's uh <laughs> you know so it's a you know and i think you know you know you coming back from la and this being a success 
maybe not being, you know, maybe not the traditional success of like, you know, being on stage and stuff, even though you do pretty well doing that. I mean, if you're doing shows with Trevor Wallace, so maybe I don't, you know. I'm yeah, no, Mike, as far as comedy, it really started picking up. Like, uh, I just, yeah. I started doing comedy gigs like at the club uh, and like I gave up on the club for a while. I had auditioned basically and like failed like three, four times. And mm. I basically was just like, I'm not going to be a club comedian. That's just not sure. me. But I had a, a good buddy who convinced me. He was just like, dude, just keep going. Don't give up. And then I finally passed like their audition and I got my first hosting gig. And then the ball just kept rolling from there. And next thing you know, I'm doing sold out shows. So nice. it was just, it was nice, man. It's, you know, I've been doing it for seven years. It's like I've earned the right to start doing big things, you know? Like absolutely. it's a long fucking time to be doing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Only absolutely. get longer, but it's fun. Damn, man. Hey, uh, can you, peer, is the, the phone still recording, right? Okay, I just want to just periodically check that. Just I just because that phone's a shitty phone. I don't want to. No, dude, that thing wanna... is so so golden. What okay, phone, good. What phone is it? Let's it's a G five. A G five. So it's moments away from boot looping. Why? Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> it's like a boot loop, dude. It's moments away. So so yeah, we're 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 out of razor. We might not have a podcast after this. Dude, but this was fun. Fry your whole system. <laughs> <laughs> this is a twenty twenty one's a new year. We're we're definitely gonna you have a lot of quality. That phone, bro. Dude, like. we're gonna have. We're, it's gonna be a different podcast. Twenty twenty one. But um, he's gonna have a new producer. That's what he's saying. No, no, Brian, no, you have been the only reliable one. Let me just tell you that I fucking love you, man. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, like the... even even tonight, he sounded like he wanted to fucking like fucking strangle somebody. I didn't trust himself in a room full of electronics that I could just so easily. And he was like, and you need to find somebody else. I was like, there's nobody else, man. Can you say? He's like, yeah, I'll be there. So, I don't know. You guys, can, you guys cancel on me four times. I cancel once. I get it. I know. I know. I well, yeah. I well, that was my my doing. That was uh, it, it, it. I'll explain it to you later. But yeah, it was. It won't happen often. It won't happen often. Proceed. It won't happen Proceed. often. This is what Christmas is all about. But, it's all about yeah, Christmas both forgiving. Spirits. Even though these lights, we're going to be working. about forgiveness this Christmas season, not about giving. Forgiving, okay? How about that? Oh, one? yeah, forgiving, for sure. Forgiving. Not okay. giving, forgiving. Um, so you're... Man, you're... drank that shot of Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just drink that shot? Oh, oh I ripped that thing in two seconds. Oh. Yeah. Um, like a Band-Aid, right out. Is, <laughs> <laughs> uh... So the inter- so all right. So you guys are doing well. You guys in the last year, you guys really blew up because I remember thinking that you guys had a decent following before you left. No, I mean I think we do. I mean seriously, we had like three four hundred followers before yeah. I left, and it was two thousand nineteen that was a big year for us. Nice. Big big year. It, like I said, it just blew up, and then. Yeah, I mean, it kind of was, like, chaotic at first because we were not used to it. I mean, it was just basically Shane and I producing all the content, and so we were like, fuck, we can't do this. Like, so we had to, like, get writers and people who wanted to make memes. And so, you know, we still, we have people who, like, write and do stuff for us, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, like, it's basically just Shane and I. Like, most of the stuff you see, and we post, I post one meme a day. Like, content is king. You just can't, like, even if it's a shitty meme, it's not the best. It's just keeping your face in front of the crowd is like the name of the game with social media. Yeah, I mean, we were talking a little bit off air about this. Like, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I took like three weeks off after doing the first six episodes. I mean, like, look, I mean, it was a lot just to 
resurrect this thing, I guess yeah. you could say. But I mean, you know, and it was a lot of trial and error and, you know, you know, there's some things that I want to do differently for whatever the iteration is in the, in 2021. Uh, and also it has to do with other podcasts like Taylor, who's been doing a podcast on our, on our channel and he, he kind of fell off a little bit, but you know, we're going to revamp his too. So, so I've been thinking about that, you know, it, yeah, content is king, and I and I and I have to think, and like there won't be any three week breaks in twenty twenty one. There will be just you know fifty two at least fifty two podcasts of just my podcast. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, and also doing just another one for for you know uh, I have another idea for something that we can talk more about Bring off air, the but that's going to be yeah, the sco- the yeah. <laughs> what is I <laughs> That's, that's gonna be Ryan's. Gonna, hey, you know, Schofield's done that done a lot like a for range. this podcast. So, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Whatever Scho- sounds like do. a range of STDs. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you see the Schofield It's the test you take. It's the test you take when you go to the doctor. The most downloaded episode of the Schofield <laughs> was actually titled "My Trip to Slutville." <laughs> <laughs> and the analytics that we got on that one were quite amazing because it got. Into the high, it got into the thousands of downloads. I would watch, oh, wow. honestly, dude. If if uh, Ryan had a, just a podcast of just you, like getting drunk, like talking, I'd watch the shit out of it. Well, we did one. That I was that was. Be, the I just feel like it'd episode. be hilarious. We didn't. It was funny because it was like you could tell. So so this was like the fourth episode of our podcast. It, it, you know, I think it was also a little bit like we didn't know what it was quite yet. So like I think. Schofield was trying to be serious in the beginning just because it was like I'd just been talking to politics with people quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, so he was getting kind of serious, but then like towards the end, like we started getting drunk and we were just drinking doers and fucking just got a little bit, a uh, little bit wasted on the podcast. Nice, <laughs> and it nice. was, and it was like, you know, uh, we were just saying all sorts of weird stuff towards the end. But, uh, we were very serious, like just the total spectrum. It seemed like. Yeah, I thought this but, was a political podcast too at first. Cause I saw a lot of the episodes. Were in I don't politics. necessarily want it to be. I mean, I'm a political person. Well, yeah, um, you asked me about the lockdown. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can get back to that, but I mean, I but really, <laughs> I don't. actually, <laughs> is that a terrible no. idea? No, no. I was just it was funny that it's like <laughs> <laughs> no, but we could get back to that. No, I, I probably I just don't I just don't want it to be always politics. I do want it to definitely be political. There are some like my main goal is to reach out to the universities and have people on that are professors and yeah, yeah, yeah. teach a dumb shit like me about certain aspects of politics that I don't that I have ideas about or maybe I have strong opinions about yeah. and I need to be just crushed down. It's just good to have just, an open conversation. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. I think that's a great idea. So, I mean, that's that's the idea for um, the probably a lot of podcasts, but I, I but a lot of the other ones I want it to be like us shooting the shit like we've been doing for the past hour. Yeah. And uh yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want it to necessarily be one thing, but then it's also very hard to find a ni- uh, like a niche, like or niche or niche, right? And uh, Google it. <laughs> uh, it's very hard to to do that because it's like you know, like there's one in particular person. This this person has a YouTube channel, does very well for herself. We used to work with her. Um, 
She's you. You still? No, I have no idea. No, yeah, I don't think you really worked with her. Ryan knows who I'm talking about. I mean, she. All the credit to her. She did a ton of work to to get where she is and everything. She niched down though. She niched down to like a certain subject, and now she has like you know three hundred thousand followers and. She does really, really well for herself. Uh, she niched down, whereas for this, I don't really want to do that. I just want to come onto the podcast. Like, I want to be able to have reliable equipment so we're not dicking around with it for an hour before we come on. But to be able to just walk yeah. in here, just start recording. Like, hey, do you just want to, like, maybe we're just getting drunk in the living room and, like, you know, hey, do you want to just record a podcast yeah. and, like, hang out? Yeah. <laughs> so you can pick up one. Is that your Tinder profile? <laughs> hey, you want to just record a podcast? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's another thing. I got to have, I, I got, you, <laughs> you might be the closest thing to a woman I've had on this podcast. <laughs> I take that very, very well. <laughs> I bet you do. You probably, <laughs> I'm in the SCO zone, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah, the lockdowns. What are you – what's your take on the lockdowns? I mean, do you – I mean, obviously, it's got to be killing you. I mean, you're a bipolar comedian, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, I think – I think at the beginning, like when this shit started spreading, I think the lockdowns were absolutely necessary because it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it was an unknown virus. That shit's just, it's just, it should scare everyone in the beginning, you sure. know? So like, I think locking down for March, April, May, I think that was totally fine. I think, you know, it was an unknown virus. It scared the shit out of people. People were dying. Like, yeah, yeah. Lock shit down. Let's figure this out. Right. Now it's a tough one. Sure. It's, it's not so black and white anymore, you know, cause it's like. I feel like there's a middle ground somewhere. That's where I fall. Like, I am not an anti-masker. Like, if I go out in public and the source is wear a mask, I wear a fucking mask. You know, I, I socially distance if people ask me to. Um, but, like, I'm also not one of those people. Like, there are people, unfortunately, who are just, like, they're living in fear. They're never sure. leaving their home again. Everything is scary. You know, don't get near me. Like, and I, I just think those people are ridiculous i think yeah. like the anti-maskers and the people who have they're equally the same to me like they're yeah. both like there's a middle ground where it's like okay i i do think the virus is something to not take lightly but True. i'm not going to like sh- like fucking lock myself in a hole for the rest of my life well of course like so so my dad was on he did a one of actually the most viewed podcast that we've done so far yeah and he's <laughs> It's getting to his head a little bit. He's like, he's nice, like, he's nice. like, come back. He's like, he's like, when am I coming back yeah, up? Whenever like, you uh, need daddy back <laughs> up. <laughs> and he's, uh, no, I mean, like, look, it was a good podcast. It was right. We did, we did a lot of electric fraud and all that stuff. Look, look, he's a very conservative. He's, he's actually like, I say that I'm center right. He is not definitely not far right. Alt right is a whole nother thing. That's that's like you know. That's like racist and stuff like that. He's just a staunch Republican. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. he's a he's a very classical type of type of Republican. Yeah. And you know, he's not even you know I like I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. You know, and he was cool with it. I mean, he was very much just just mainly because I had gotten contact with somebody with Corona, and mm-hmm. obviously I have my my you know well I have my grandmother who's eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna so. 
I just, I, I, you know, even he's come around to the conclusion that it's like, you know, of course this is a real thing. We have to take it seriously. It's not like most people, I think, do feel that way. It's just how many, how much are we going to sacrifice to a virus that's, you're, uh, people hate this statistic, but it's true. You're 99.8% likelihood of just surviving and being yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, and that's like, look, and don't get me wrong, it it absolutely, you know, is horrible with old people, and it's horrible with people with. They're gonna die anyway. (laughs) It's not cool, man. We support that. (laughs) I'm a sponsor for this podcast. (laughs) Fuck old people. That's a new slogan. We're the Sco Zone, baby. Nice callback. I'm told. Totally, I'm taking your shit. This goes out. This goes out, baby. Next We're time. advertising a lot for you. Got to make this podcast happen. I know. Uh, Schofield. Anytime someone assaults a woman, say you're in the Sco Zone, baby. <laughs> Whoa! Right, come on. Man. That's not true. That's not true. Allegedly, okay. What was that homicide? Justified homicide? Justified. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Justifiable hot assault. Uh, assault. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah, that's the title of this episode right there. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be assault on people's ears. Uh, no. <laughs> um, shit, what was I going to say? No, oh, so so he's, I mean, but, yeah, there's, there's, uh, you know, I everybody should take it seriously, but I mean, how much time are you going to like? I mean, like we're gonna be talking about, you know, some some places never really fully opened up. Yeah. You know, and we're talking about what going on a year of lockdowns. Like, how much time do you have on this earth? Yeah. Like, I mean, truly, I mean, like, and even even people who are, you know, in their seventies, in their eighties. Some of them have to be thinking, like, how much time do I have left? And am I going to just stay locked up in my... They're the ones who really don't give a fuck. Like, seriously, if you think about it, like, you see a lot of My grandmother, 87 years old, and she recently stopped driving. It was like, we found, like blood on her on her bumper of her car no i'm just kidding God. No, no, no no we did see we did no no no, no. no we, but i mean definitely there were like dings and stuff at the bumper of her dude car. you should get a second driver's test after the age of 60 that is the new that is a law that 110%. i totally agree like it's insane that it's not a thing oh yeah insane I, I, absolutely but but she she recently 87 years old recently got a driver's license like we didn't i guess apparently in new york state you can't just take it away they have to consent to it oh. Oh, okay, which is okay. insane if you're just if they're just bumping into fucking things. Yeah. But so uh she ended up eventually she she stopped but she would just show up to places yeah. when she was still driving during the beginning of COVID. She would just show up to the office like I remember I was there studying for my exam and she would just show up and I remember just she was in the same room as me and it was like a very confined space. And I was just like, Oh, and I just would put my mask on and I was just being in any other situation. It would be, would have been considered rude. Yeah. Like, because anytime she would talk to me and I would answer and I would turn my back to her. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then my dad finally comes in and like, like that, you know, he, he kind of calls me out of the room and he goes, you know, why don't you go home for the rest of the day? And I was like, yeah, not smart. With this whole thing, he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, just go home. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. So I go home, and then she shows up, 
Like like an hour later, she just shows up again, and she tries to talk to me. She's like, hey, and she's like trying to talk to me. Like, yeah, and I just kind of put my mask on, and I kind of like almost run away from her. Yeah. And she's like, like following me. And I was just like, obviously she knows about what's going on. She just wants to spend time with however much time she has left. Yeah, man. You know, doing what she wants to do. And people don't take that into account. They look at these hard, you know, numbers and, and people are just, just not taking that into account. It's not, the whole situation is not black and white. And that's, unfortunately, yeah. that is how it's portrayed. If you're either, like, a, Corona's a hoax or you're, like, serious about it. But there's so many, like, layers and variables that people don't, like that. Like, a lot of older people think that way. Like, I don't have a lot of time on this earth. I don't want to be locked up in my fucking house. Like, I'm going to go out. And, okay, if I get it, fuck it. But, like, I don't blame them. If I was, like, there is something, a, I'd do it too. There's a radical part of me that's just kind of, like... If you're an older person and you're really like, first off, this is devastating to people who are younger, by the way. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are for an entire year are either their careers have been, you know, completely demolished or they've been, you know, they just don't, um, their careers have been completely demolished or they, they, their, their financial plan is completely demolished. And, you know, as far as an older person, you still have a pretty good shot. I have one friend that's like six, his mother's sixty three. She got it, and she has uh, COPD, uh, um, and she's she was fine. She's yeah. nurse. She she just walked it. And like I know that it's not everybody, but at the same time, even people over I think seventy still have like a I think a five out of six chance of surviving from this thing. I'm not saying that's a reason to not take precautions. I'm just saying, like, if you're a person that's advocating for strict lockdowns just for yourself because you don't, you're very fearful that you're going to possibly pass away. Um, I have to say, it is a little bit selfish. Yeah. It is a little bit selfish in that in that regard because you're also, especially if you have kids, and they're in a situation where their their financial status is getting absolutely demolished. Their career is getting absolutely demolished. And you're worried about the possibility that you have a, you know, one in six chance of passing away from this this disease or this this virus. Um, I think that's a little selfish in, yeah. in that, that regard. And then also you have people that are even older than you that just want to live the rest of their days. Like my grandmother, who's just like, whoa, look, I just want to like, I might not have tomorrow. Yeah. Like I, so... Yeah, virus or not, family. virus or not, you no, know, it's, so it's not. You and know. like what, uh, I don't know if you recently saw uh, New York State's contact tracing statistics they publish, but like I believe uh, it said like that they, the spread, the number one reason of spread was household gatherings. Yeah, 74%. 74%. Yeah. So we're shutting down movie theaters gyms businesses bars gyms is the most ridiculous fucking thing to me because you're also talking about like you know people's immune systems like i mean one of the things like my ex-girlfriend is a nurse mm -hmm. and i and i you know I, I told her when one of my friends got covid and we were just talking and it just got brought up and she's like oh well 
make sure he's moving around, you got to keep those lungs up to snuff. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, you don't want to get put on a ventilator, you know, which obviously, you know, eventually at some, well, at some point during this whole thing, people realized that those, those were actually not as good for you as, as anticipated. Harmful, yeah. yeah. So she's like, you, you want to keep those, those lungs up to snuff. Even if he feels terrible, he's got to get up, walk around, do that sort of stuff. And we're shutting down gyms when, you know, having, you know, a higher immune system is is uh, directly correlated with exercise. So why the fuck are we are we shutting down gyms? I mean, I'm not a fucking meathead. I'm not a guy that just you know loves going to the. And most of my, if I do work out, it's mostly from home. Yeah. But still, I think that's fucking retarded. No, like, how it are is. you? It is. Yeah, I mean, I go to the gym. Like I signed up for the gym the minute they opened up. Like, yeah. and it's just that's the thing. Is like it's funny. I get a lot of shit from some of my friends because a lot of my friends are. Uh, they're they're the fearful ones. They're the ones that like will never leave their home again. And like you know, during the summer, mm-hmm. I went to bars. I sat outside. I, I went to restaurants. With my girlfriend, you know, sure. I, I did the vents and stuff. I wasn't afraid. And I would get shit like, "Oh, you're being reckless. You're the problem. This and that." Right. I haven't caught COVID. Neither have I. I. You know I've, been, I mean? I've like, been doing whatever I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> dies tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, seriously, like I wear my mask. I. Do the best to socially distance when I'm out. You know, the bars, you sat outside, you were not near people. That's also, true. people kill me. I think there's a lot of pick and choose. They like to pick and choose what's dangerous and not dangerous. Like, I'm sorry, you go to any Wegmans, like East Ave Wegmans, you're yeah. elbow to asshole with everyone. Yeah. You're telling me yeah. there's no high risk there? Get the fuck out. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. there's people walking around without a mask. Oh, I like, know. Wegmans kills me. Like, why do you have three cops in the front of your store if yeah. you're not doing anything with them? Sure, sure. Like, I don't know. But, like, I I agree with you in a lot of ways. Like, I think it, at this point we have a better idea what the virus is. We have a vaccine. Like, it's we should fucking chill out. Cuomo's just gone crazy. Well, I, it's, I mean, any of, like, okay, so I, I <laughs> call me crazy. We've never talked about politics really at all. Mm-hmm. But and I've always like you. You laugh. Got it in there where you wanted it. (laughs) (laughs) This is a real podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but um, but I I mean, I have to assume that you weren't like a big, you know, Trump supporter. You were, you were probably, you know, you were probably more liberal. I thought he was hilarious. I mean, yeah, he's a hilarious genius. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he really is. He is. He fucking killed me, dude. People, so my friends, you know, like I have a lot of liberal friends, and they post shit he says, and like, oh, Trump said that. I'm like, that's funny, dude. Dude, That is fucking amazing. Like, what did he say? The kung flu, (laughs) dude. When he said that, I was just like, oh, my no, God. No, it wasn't him. It was a reporter that said, like, somebody in your White House is. is, is. <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny, he man. Doug Blue, and he's like, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, it's so funny. It was like, <laughs> the funniest thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man, I mean, I want no, to talk about it. No, the funniest thing is where, where he would go, like, because it, it, where they're like, do you have any regrets about calling it the China, China virus? He's like, why would I have regrets? Because it came from China. <laughs> China. <laughs> Dude, it was just... And he would it's just hilarious. keep doing that. He was just being like, China. Dude, it's hilarious. No, I think that's the funniest shit, dude. Dude, he was hysterical. And, like, look, I just don't think that, you know, Biden... 
I mean, like, if anybody thinks he's some sort of game changer, no. he's absolutely... He's uh, going to be a cold fish. Yeah. He's just going to... He's a neutral guy. And he's not... And, and to be... Uh, and, like, look, I'm more on the conservative side. Uh, but even then, I mean, he is a corporatist through and through. I mean, he's going to look... I mean, there's a lot of people in the Republican Party I don't like at all, mainly because they're on that side of corporatism. And I think that there's a... You know, a shift to where it's not just Democrats versus Republicans. It's basically like populist versus corporatist. Yeah. And that's um, that's something that, that's really, like, like I'm more conservative, you're more liberal, but I think we would probably be on the more populist side of things. Whereas, you know, I mean, Democrats and Republicans, especially ones in Congress, are... You know, just corporatists. Oh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're just, all out to fuck us. I mean, it's just yeah. like this, like what you have the stimulus check, right? Here's $600. Have yeah. fun. You know, I mean, like, the, I don't know. The issue with the, the stimulus check, though, is that they, they did do the unemployment stuff. They did do that stuff, too. Like saying, like, oh, all we got was $1,800. Not over say, That's completely I got a ton of money through unemployment, bro. It was Dude, insane. They paid for this podcasting Dude, studio. No, so I, so I signed up for unemployment as soon as I lost my job. My job closed yeah. down in March. I was one of those unfortunate people that got lost in the system. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get on my unemployment until middle of June. It was all back pay. So, dude, I woke Jesus up one day, and there was, like, $8,000 in my bank account. That's And I was like, crazy. oh, my. But I paid off my, uh, my rest of my student loans, and that's I went back to school. That's what I did with it. See, you were smart. I yeah. put, the, put oh, it dude, into this. Oh, dude, I bought a 50-inch uh... flat-screen TV, like, <laughs> and that was Xbox Series X money right there. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Guys, I did spoil myself, of course, but, like, yeah, I was smart. I, I still have tons of savings put away because of it. Like, sure. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, when's the next opportunity the government's just going to piss money at me? Right, right. You know? Well, I mean, that was that was generally, I mean, and I knew where to, I'm, like, look, I actually think that this will pay off dividends in the future, uh, you know, investing the money that I did have in, you know, from unemployment into this podcast, at least I hope. But, um, and it's something I really like doing. But, yeah, I mean, there there is an issue where, like, people just, like, I see all these memes which you seem to be an expert on those <laughs> where it's like you know oh what what i get out of the you know congress was uh you know um eighteen hundred dollars yeah. over nine months and i get it because yeah a lot of people are not talking about unemployment you right know, and how much they gave us and they're doing it again like they're going to be adding an extra 300 for the next four months but the thing is too is that like it for a lot of people that like the six hundred dollars like even I like don't get me wrong, I reap the benefits from it. I get it. But at the same time, that was a lot of, like I mean the only reason why I was able to do that was because the the um it was just you know, in at least in in my state where I live, that's a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah. I mean it was it was a lot of money. Dude, mine was like nine hundred a week. Dude, that it was, was insane. Yeah, it was like a grand. Insane. Like what you I, I was making, I think I was making just a little bit less than what my, my girlfriend is a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Yeah. So she like makes bank and I was just making like a little bit less than her. Right. Like insane, dude. I remember I was just like, I can't believe this is happening right dude, now. Dude, my, my brother does really well for himself. He was even saying like, he's like, you're making more than I to do right now. And I was like, and it's like, look, it's not that I was, but I'm not going to turn away money that the government is going to give me. I felt for bad for something. people working. 
I did too. I felt bad because it's like, look, I lost my job. I needed that money. I was in a bad spot when my job went under. But like people were working. It's like you need to do something for them. One, they're risking themselves during an unknown virus. Like Wegmans cashiers, bro. If I was a Wegmans cashier, I would have organized a strike. (laughs) Like I would have been like, yo, fuck you. You're paying me $12 an hour. You know one thing that everybody kept talking about during this entire thing? Contrary to pop relief when you were working, when you knew that people were making that much unemployment. The threat of what are you gonna do? Fucking fire me? Yeah, it came very, very. You uh, should have done it. I would have just got no, no, fired. No, 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 no. The, the, that, that's that's why you didn't get fired. If when you when, when you right. started getting yelled at, going, what are you gonna do? Fire me so I can make as much money? Yeah, yeah. That, I would have just that ended a lot of conversations. At least in my at least in my business. Well, but at least it, but but if people are being laid off and they're the only ones hiring, and you're like, actually, I don't even think. Like, especially with, like, Walmart and stuff like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Those aren't great jobs, and they don't... Even though Wal- Doesn't Walmart, like, have, like, a certain... Like, they agreed to pay everybody 15 Even... I know we're in a state that's I mean, going Wendy's pays, like, almost $15 an hour now. Yeah, but... Um, I can't... I, I thought that they had a little bit over... I don't know. Minimum wage. Anyways. So, but... But if, if nobody's hiring, and they're... But then again, that's true because they were paying unemployment to people and people didn't want to go back to work. I mean, that was a huge – whether people want to admit that or not, that was an issue. You know, I mean, in I think other than the big, the big cities like New L.A., City. New York City, Chicago – Making six hundred bucks an hour, or I'm sorry, six hundred bucks. Yeah, six hundred bucks a plus up for unemployment a week. You know, that's uh, I mean, that's a significant amount of money to a lot of people in a lot of areas. Like, I mean, I can tell you in Rochester, I mean, that's a, I mean, you can do pretty well. I mean, you can have a, I mean, you can, you can have, live a nice lifestyle off of that, plus the unemployment that they're already giving you. Yeah. And that's, it's just, uh, it just I, depends I on, I think, you know, Ryan and I were talking about this before, you know, we started recording. It just depends on what you did with it. You know, like, you know, unfortunate things, you can't tell people what to do with their money. You yeah. know, that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, me, like, I did really, you know, I, I paid off my student loans. I'm back in school because of it. I'm, I have savings. Like, it's really helped me. Like, mm-hmm. I think I did pretty well with it. You know, I realized, like, wow, this is a huge blessing, and it's never going to happen again. Right. You know, when is the next time the government's just going to, like I said, piss money at me, right. thousands of dollars? So, no, I, I took advantage of it. But, yes, you have the people out there who should have used it for their rent, should have used it for their car payments and well, stuff. Well, our and old job. Our old job. I mean, like, look, I I did some of those things, but then also build a podcast studio. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, still, but like, I mean, it's an investment. Sure. It's an investment. That, it's not like you bought, like, sh- fucking 10 pairs of shoes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, that's yes, the difference. For, for sure. But um, our old job, people were making money hand over fist because they're in a sales position and a lot of dumb, I'm sorry, a lot of dumb people got a lot of money really quickly, and they ended up tossing it at, at, uh, at uh, you know, uh, buying the electronic product that I don't want to mention on, uh, on the podcast. But yeah. Yeah. But that's, a, but I mean, it's just, people are just, they're giving money to people that aren't putting it towards rent. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. In a lot of ways, I mean, they're not, they're not putting that's it towards rent. their own rent. fault not putting it towards rent they're not putting it towards savings 
and like, look, you can hate on the people that are more conservative in Congress and people that are more, you know, uh, you know, conservative. But like, look, man, I mean, like, there are obviously people that I guaranteed at least fifty percent of the people that got that plus up weren't just paying fucking shit off. No, they were just they were either pocketing it or well, no, I mean, not pocketing it, um, but just like just. Buying ten pairs of shoes. Yeah. Buying buying a big screen TV. Yeah. I mean, these are just people, you know, like uh, people who don't have good financial skills. Yeah. Like that's it. And like like yet again, unfortunately, it's not the government's job to worry about what they spend it on. It's the sure. government's job to help us. What we do with that is completely mm. on us. And I think that's where it gets dicey because now you have people, like you said, the memes, like, oh, you blah blah blah. You only gave us. And it's like, no, no, they gave you a lot more. Right. You just didn't do anything with it, or yeah. it's gone, and that's not their fault. And people who were working got screwed. Well, because they were, because you know, I mean, because they got fucked. I'm, I'd be pissed if I was a person dude. I mean, person, a person that's making a, a grand a week, and then you were making eight hundred, but you decided to work. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I could see where you're fucking pissed. Like, why would you not be pissed? The snob arrogance of being able to say that, well, I actually worked for my money, that they can't put a price on that one. Uh, yeah. And then also, there, I will say this, because of a lot of companies that did accept loans, there was some bonuses paid out to people that were working. A lot of companies did. Some, but they lot, weren't. A lot of did. I mean, not small businesses, not small businesses, a lot of right. big businesses, because even a lot of big businesses found ways to spec, you know, take those small loans yeah. They had to pay a certain amount to employees. Yeah. So I even know about this one, for example, is I know somebody that knows somebody that owns a couple of McDonald's and they actually took out small business loans at some of these McDonald's. Mm-hmm. They had to pay at least seventy five percent, I believe, to the employees. So what did they do? They did it where they had fucking people, you know, cleaning the place up and down so they could stay open and make people feel okay to drive up sales and then they pocketed the rest of themselves. Because sure. guess what? Or in effect they did because guess what? While every other business was closed, all those McDonald's were still Well, open. how about like those big universities business. taking out loans too? Dude, they have coffers that are fucking like they have like 40, like 40 million or 40 billion. I don't know. They have a – like Harvard University took out a, uh, took out a loan I believe. Yeah. Um, dude, they don't need money. They're no, fine. And, I, it's, and also, they've been overcharging students. Like, they talk about forgive, loan forgiveness and all this other bullshit. Well, I'm getting charged full tuition right now at, yeah. at MCC, which is horseshit. Are you going back to school? Yeah, yeah, I'm back in school. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, that's why I paid off the rest of my student loan so I can go back to school. Oh, okay. um, I, I'm paying full tuition. I wake up and I turn my laptop on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm paying full tuition and I'm not using your services. I'm not going to your facility. That's crazy. Um, it's it's ridiculous. Like they're fucking they're fucking me, and I have to pay the full tuition, and that's bullshit in itself. That you is, you know, like it awful. should be cut in half. Like, period. If I'm working well, from I home, mean, and it's student loans is a whole other thing that we can get into next time. You go on. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, we can both, I did want to. I did want to actually. Oh no, did I bring that up? The 1619 project. Yeah, that was. I was just doing some research. I I think either way, as far as politics go, I'm definitely. I would lean more left, but I go also ahead. go ahead. Just put it on. You gonna be quick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Piss. Yeah, yeah. Just all right. Yeah. yeah. I'll just go to. That camera is still on, right? <laughs> that camera is still on, right? No, 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 no. Keep it on him. But is that camera still on? Yeah. My phone. Your phone. Fo- oh, yeah, that's on. Your phone is on. Voice recorder? No, this. 
Yeah, that's it's mine. Yeah. It's on. Okay. All right. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. What were we talking about? Uh, I think I was just talking about where I stand politically. Uh, um, so Trump throws COVID relief bill in doubt by asking Congress to amend it. Yeah, you brought this up before we, we got on. Yeah, this is a real thing happening right now. Trump calls on Congress to approve $2,000 stimulus checks. It's he might not sign relief bill. Hell yeah, dude. I'm all about it. <laughs> Yo, that I am guy, not bitching, dude. That guy. You're right. He is a comedian. He's great. I he mean, is my fucking... homeboy wants to go out of the bank. He's like, remember Dude. me, the president that gave you 2K before I left? Well, he wanted to... Okay, so here's another thing. I mean, like, the like the Democrats act as if this... Like, Nancy Pelosi act as if this is a win for them, the $900 stimulus package. He was trying to offer them, like, a 1.8... And trying to get Mitch McConnell to do it. Like, I don't know if it would have actually happened. It's but weird that McConnell's not they, working with him on it. Well, McConnell, McConnell is kind of the backbone of the traditional Republican Party. I mean, yeah. he is, he is, almost seems as if he's infallible. Like nobody, nobody. It's almost like he's untouchable. Nobody can, like, he's just going to say whatever he says. People will hate it. People will love it. Doesn't matter. He's just going to say it. And he's never going to going to get voted out. He's always going to be a prominent guy in the republican party and so like look he is looking at it from a very you know uh um uh conservative mindset to where he's just like no we we, like he i guaranteed if you got mcconnell in a room and he said like do you think we should do another stimulus uh package he would just flat out say no no we should not yeah so you know it's it's just um yeah, I don't. I, but this is awesome that he just because it's funny, because this oh, is I'm him bucking it, him That's bucking that five money right there. <laughs> <laughs> this is him bucking bucking them again, and then also like look, this is this is this is where I kind of have like a like I don't think that necessarily they should be just doling out money to people, and also a lot of this money is going to like ridiculous shit. Yeah, like it's like it's absolutely like I remember hearing like it was to a lot like some of it's going to a library, some of it's going to. There's um, a lot of hidden things in there. They well, attract yeah, because the public they do with these like you're getting two grand huge bills where it's like they do these Trillion, huge bills and then dollars. like and then they hand them to representatives and it's like vote on it and this one was like six thousand pages long. Nobody knew what was in there. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, so it's, it, I mean, a lot of this money is going to, like, like a, just because you have to wheel and deal, so some money is going to, like, oh, everyone like wants a, to get like their a library piece. or, like, Everyone whatever. wants a piece of the pie, you know, yeah. and it's just, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, a, the thing is, the way I look at it is this is the first time, like, everyone who is alive right now in the world has never been through a pandemic until now. Yeah. Like, there's no one alive who is, like, at least from what I know, who was around during the Spanish flu. You know, which is the last great pandemic we had, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, because everyone says there SARS. Was, that was not a pandemic. Well, there like, was the what was flu. it the Hong Kong flu? The um, it was like the like because my grandfather, my dad tells me a story about how like my grandfather had it, and um, but it was it wasn't like a like he it was like he had the flu. It really was like he had yeah, the flu. but it was um, but no, this is different. 
Um, also, I just think that it's also different in the times that we live in. I mean, there is a fear-mongering aspect about this. Like, I don't give a shit what anybody has to say about CNN. They are no longer a bipartisan... I mean, they're tough to watch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly just because it's like 24-7 lockdowns, everything's going to shit... We are all going to be destroyed by this virus. It is like it is like just if you if you if your friends your friends are doomsday uh, pandemic people yeah and they watch CNN it's no wonder yeah it is absolutely it, abhorrent it's crazy I agree with you I'm in the mind camp or mindset of like you know by 2022 we'll be back to normal like. I think masks will I be hope gone it's by next then. year. I, I hope think twenty it's... this summer, but like they have predicted, mask will be a thing until twenty twenty two. Yeah, which is a bummer, but like it makes sense just given the, the masks, timeline. I don't. I never gave a shit. If you really want us to wear masks, the problem is, is that it's always this is true with anything. If you tell like even like a child, like Deuce. if you make it just too nuts, like the like you're if you make the um. Like just your 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 orders to nuts, they're just gonna go in the total opposite directions. That's that's where you got the people from, you know, in Michigan, like marching on the Capitol with guns, like doing that type of stuff. It's just because you made the lockdown so nuts there. Like it's like if you just said like, hey, everybody wear masks. Let's go about our business. Let's go about our lives. Yeah. But everybody wear masks. Try and stay six feet apart. That's the responsible thing to do. If you didn't order people to shut down their businesses, give away, like, not even, you know, especially their businesses where it's like we pushed everybody under the unemployment rolls. We didn't actually, like, backstop businesses enough. Yeah. Uh, especially since, like, that, that COVID bill, the first one they did was only for, like, two months yeah. of, uh, you know, their expenses. You know, yeah, of course they're going to fucking riot. They're going to be like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I mean, and then they're going to go not just to a reasonable extent, they're just going to go completely in the other direction. Which is exactly what And they're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. And that's that's completely, I mean, like, if you couldn't have seen that coming, uh, you're an idiot. No, I, mean, I... You couldn't have seen that coming. It's the most American thing ever, which is why yeah. I love it. <laughs> honestly like that's why i love america because it's like yeah. it, it but like for me personally the way i look at it like in the beginning of lockdown like as far as like march and april like though like i would say march april and may like when we were locked locked down i didn't really think it was overreaching because it was just like in my mind like we had no idea what the fuck this thing was like we should no. all be scared of a virus that we have no idea what it is and spreads like wildfire sure. like that is the one thing that can wipe out humanity overnight right. so right. like in my mind it's like the government did like it's like they, they, in their mind, they're like, fuck you. We have to do what we have to do to make sure this shit doesn't spread and kill everyone. Because sure. it, it was an unknown virus. Like, remember, like, think about it, dude. Like, in the beginning of March, and then, like, I remember the week where everything hit. It was like, Monday, you hear, oh, okay, it's spreading in Italy and Europe. And then, 
it was just like boom everywhere yeah, like, yeah and that's scary shit like we should sure. fucking lock down because it's like we don't know what this thing is and but now that we have a better understanding yeah we can ease up like yeah. but in the beginning i personally i think it was totally okay to lock down because i think they were just trying to protect well, we, people it's like a fact-finding michigan mission in the in the in the beginning obviously you just want to try and figure out what the fuck we're dealing with and like so i'm totally for in the beginning we locked down okay but going back into them and then also having like the blatant like Congress people just saying. I don't know. I was gonna say there's a bunch of fucking bullshit in this whole thing with the fear mongering thing. Is that remember they were actually showing pictures of fucking people dropping dead in the streets of fucking China, and that right. was the fear monger that was put in there because we did know about this for a while, and it wasn't worth telling anybody. But we gave everyone a fucking reason to fucking believe a bunch of nothing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking sorry, but we're still 99. fucking six percent okay from this one. You're more likely to get it fucking sitting at your fucking house yeah. on Thanksgiving. They go out to a fucking bar because yeah. the only places that actually enforce the goddamn fucking rules. Okay, Wegmans doesn't enforce the goddamn fucking rules if they stay open. You just said that yourself. Go to a bar, sit without a mask on, you're the biggest asshole in the fucking place. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm going my fuck, losing my goddamn mind over it. In case you couldn't fucking tell. But dude, I seriously, like, I have... That will go down in history as one of the best Schofield rants. Yeah. But no, but no, that's great. No, no he's true. right. It's he's true. absolutely right. Dude, there's like bullshit in Wegmans. Those businesses should be fucking fined. Like, how do you have, like, this ant? Like, how? It just doesn't make sense. Because who dude. the fuck cares? Honestly, the, the whole, so everything is all, it's just also yeah. to make, it's also to make white people feel safe, okay? George Carlin, everything is all about Social Security. <laughs> it's all, or everything about all the, you know, the lizard people. It's all to make white people feel safe, okay? How is it possible that I have three buddies of mine, okay? Three buddies of mine who have wives or fiancés, people they sleep next to every night that tested positive and they tested negative. How is that possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, social distancing, okay? Unless my buddies are just in some weird shit, I can't think of it more imaginably than social distancing actually being inside of a person okay so fucking <laughs> yeah. i don't really know how that one works out so much but again i've never fucking being emotionally unavailable i don't know how that's all going on we have no science that dictates any of this one nothing you that better be working the switcher while you're ranting as well <laughs> and i just I while just, you're ranting no no you can keep going just just make sure we're tell us how you really feel <laughs> yeah. no i just i just but, i I don't know. I mean, if, like, if I have to sit here and kind of hear this, this is all as I just think, and this all just becomes so much more fucking bullshit than it really all is. Uh, everybody is... People are going to be fine. Guess what? Okay, with the death tolls, it's all sensationalism, okay? Yeah. There was, people thought pandemics were going to be like 30 million people, like or actually big things. There's not... How many people were supposed to die this year anyways, okay? How many people in nursing homes yeah. that were in nursing homes, okay, in nursing homes, in nursing homes, died in nursing homes because of COVID that were probably going to be out six weeks from then anyways? You, yeah. can't, you know, we, we can't equate those. Nobody's dying of anything else. Whatever happened to the actual flu? I haven't heard anything about getting fucking flu shots. I don't fucking care about whatsoever. The mask, it's not <laughs> a big deal to fucking wear. You got to wear one. So fucking be it, okay? And okay. then, and, and, and you know what's the problem? No, there's, you think it's done in 22? No, there are going to be people that are going to be wearing masks for the rest of their goddamn fucking lives, okay? Just the same way when I was a Catholic, there was people that still wanted the mask said in Latin. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is... I mean, it's tough to argue with. It's tough to no, argue it is with. tough to argue. I, agree, I mean, I there's, there's going to be... There's, it, it, all right, let me talk for a second. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. No, but he, you're right. I mean, you're right. There are going to be people that are going to... Wear a mask forever. Wear a mask for, it's and that's insane. Just it and it's, it's, it's a lot of how just... I mean, there's no elegant... But can I tell you something? A, Those people were already afraid. 
Those people right. were already they were, they were they, fearful. This, they were already fearful people. This was just the icing on the cake to completely reinforce their uh, paranoia beliefs. Like that is it. Like I have a I have a good right. friend of mine. Like uh, my buddy and his wife, who like my girlfriend, and I used to hang out all the time. And once this hit. Like, they were already introverted, like, isolated people to begin with, and now it's like, I don't hear a fucking peep from them anymore. That's but crazy. it's just people double down on their lifestyle, you know? And like, well, it's also people don't want to be proven to be wrong. Like, look, I think I live a lifestyle that kind of is open to debate. Like, you can just say, like, that's half the reason why I started this podcast, is that, like, there's a part of me that wants to be told, no, you're wrong. Like, this is the reason why you're wrong. And that's fine. I, I can I can live with that. There are some people that cannot live with that. Yeah. They cannot live with that. They will double down, triple down, quadruple down. You know, they will just keep going They're and keep going. Yeah. And you just can't like like look, man, I truly if somebody can bring a better argument to bear, I will just be like, Okay. That like, you know, all like I'll you but know it has I'll, to be a rational argument. People right. don't know how to do that anymore. You in Facebook and stuff, I see it all the time. Someone posts an opposing opinion, what happens? Thirty, fifty people comment and they're just slaughtering the person. It's just like an echo chamber. Well, because There's it's no not, conversation. It's not face to face. And no, like yeah. our and like like I think one of the greatest lines I've ever heard somebody say was pretty much that, you know, our um you know, it, we've lost the ability. Like, like uh, this one person, he he became more conser- He became a conservative. He, he used to be a liberal, and he said the only reason why he and like, look, I'm I'm pro choice, uh, but he said that he became pro life because he lost an argument. He said like it was over a couple of bottles of wine, and we were talking about it, and it was with a good friend, and he made a better argument than me, mm. and that to, that's lost. That is lost now. Yeah. Like, I'm open to that. I'm not open to some douchebag, like, trying to, like, you know, dunk on me who doesn't know me from from Adam, you know, you know it, it, that I've never met before. If But if I, I have plenty of liberal friends, if they want to have a drink and want to talk about it rationally and not lose their fucking mind when they're talking to me, I am totally open to arguments. Triggered. Yeah, yeah. No, but for real. But like... that's, but that's, but, but I think that's one of the best uh analogies i guess uh, that i can make that he just basically was just like i became pro life because i lost an argument with yeah. a good friend over a couple of bottles of wine one night it was just you know but that's lost because the arguments aren't over a couple of bottles of wine it's usually not with a friend it's not and it's not face to face it's just yeah no i i agree man like i think you know, there's a lot of good conversations that can be had, but like you have the media that like it pits us against each other, and right. then like you have a lot of unreasonable, like you know, if you want to get really into heavy topics, like you know, like a transgender, and then diseases, yeah. of theirs, and then you have the people who are unwilling to hear the other people who are like, I think that's a bit ridiculous, like you're this, and it's just like if you say anything opposed to that idea, you are a piece of shit. You are right. like to the left, the far left, like you're a piece of shit. You are transphobic. You're this and that. Like, and that's like for me like that is why Trump wins yeah like that I always say that like that's why Trump wins Absolutely. because you are unwilling to have a conversation about it. you immediately right. tell people like they are this they are that but you're not having a conversation yeah you're just the, saying we can be in agreement with that yeah I, sure. it's just a little, I mean dude I'm a comedian like right. my job is to shit on that like to right. shit on like these stubborn people you know, yeah. like Bill Burr is one of my favorite comics because he does that. Like he has a yeah. great joke I just watched where he goes, 
Uh, he says no doesn't mean no. Oh, you know, you know that God. bit. Yeah, it's yeah, such yeah. a good bit, but guy. he's so right. Like it's he's that, like, no, stop yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it is amazing. It's like, oh, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it stems from the. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it stemmed from the idea that how having rough sex during the Me Too movement must be difficult. <laughs> 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 well, he goes, well, he's like, I'm just gonna stand here like a fuck stick. <laughs> It's like I'm gonna gently put my put your hair in my hand like yeah. this. I might I might just jerk jerk. You know, it's, it's so. The person that reads the transcripts in court has the most monotone ever to it. It's like, but, but you yeah. know what the reality is? It's like he, she said no. She you said no. Okay, like she did say, say it like, like that. that. But yeah, we're doing his entire uh, comedy special. But, but no, it's like. There, for me, what I've released, what I learned is like most people don't think like that. Right, it's a lot of social media bullshit. Most people you talk to face to face, even the people like I've. Wasn't it like two percent of the people on social media make up like eighty percent of the comments? Yeah. So I mean, like people don't really. Most people don't believe like that bullshit. Like if you have conversations with them. And so it's like, yeah, because I think there's even stuff like that, like the no, well, what is that song, right? Like, uh, "Baby, It's Cold Outside." <laughs> yeah. I played that. I was I was putting uh, Christmas tree lights up. Uh, and my roommate was around. And I was playing that song, and he, you know, he made the joke. Everyone he's like, "Oh, it's a rapey song." And I'm like, "No, it's fucking not. Yeah, it's not a rapey. It's it's a flirtatious song. Like, it's a dude it's, yeah. flirting with a woman, and and like people who think that's a rapey song, you've never gotten laid, or you've never, never yeah, yeah, like or you've paid for." It. like i'm sorry like it's not a rapey song it's just if right. you never like hung out in an apartment with a girl and you're flirty and you're like oh right. come on baby don't leave like right like what's wrong with you there's alcohol involved <laughs> sir yeah like <laughs> yeah. like people because people love to go on the one line like what's in this drink and like yeah. it's like oh he date raped it's like what the fuck is wrong with you no, yeah, no it might just taste good yeah, it might just taste good. Yeah, or, like yeah. make her not make her want to fuck him. Like, or maybe maybe she's enjoying her time with him more than she thought she. Or would. spoiler, maybe women can choose to fuck whoever they want. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I think that's like this weird thing about it. Yeah. It's like this chick is definitely wants to bang this guy, and she's just well, Bill Burr does another bit of like that's the yeah, same yeah, bit yeah. where he's like, oh, she's only pretending to not want to do it because she doesn't want to be slut shamed or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I hate shit. I hate shit like that, dude. Like yeah. yet again. That's why Trump wins. Yeah, because because they they argue about baby, it's cold outside. Like right. that is why people hate the far left. <laughs> like, it's absolutely nuts. And I I I hate them too. Trust me, I, I don't <laughs> I don't like that shit either. How are we doing on the cameras? By the way, they got to be dying. There, this one I can't only see the one. It's good. no. I mean, you're looking at the screen. I'm looking at the screen. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're fine. Yeah, they're up and running. I mean, oh really? Okay, but no, I just thought they would because it would flash the light. You know, if they were dying. No, I've not you could I'm out, You could definitely rent this room out for other people to do podcasts, do some amateur porn. I when I sent you a picture of this, you were like, you were like, what are we doing? Porn? And I was like, it's a want. good porn room. It's a good porn room. It's got yeah. dark colors. You got enough cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he referred to you as an elf earlier? You gotta get like, <laughs> elf on the shelf. Yeah. Well, you gotta so, turn the Christmas tree on. Well, 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 we've been going for about an hour and a half. Do you want to call? It or I'm about ready to now with the action. The battery light did just kick on. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'm ready to call it. You all right, all right. Yeah, this has been great, man. I'm really glad I got to see you again. I'm really glad that you came on here, and uh, we will definitely do this again because I thought this was great. Yeah, no, this is a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. Like, (laughs) thank you, thank you, Ryan, for 
whatever that rant was. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was fantastic. It was amazing. I, episode? I What's can't. That? Uh, the Skull Zone. The Skull Zone. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah I, so I you know, said gonna it. Save this, uh, we're, we're blowing out the... Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, we're, but, you know, um, we were saving this for 2021, but, you know, we, to announce it, but the Skull Zone is going to be zone. the next... I almost said it at the end okay. of your rant, Ryan. I was about to be like, after you're done, I was going to be like, you're in the Skull Zone, baby. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, honestly, he may not be in the mood for it. So let me hold back <laughs> yeah. on that one. Oh, you like, should hey, he's pretty, I know. I do. I was waiting for him. I was yeah. like, don't Michael shut up. Like, it, he might just... He seems pretty upset. You got to let him cool That's off. Amazing. <laughs> just feed him whiskey. He'll be okay. So. <laughs> no, that was great. But seriously, thanks for having me on. This Absolutely, man. Do you, I mean, like, look, to our little audience, it might seem like a pin drop to you guys, but do you want to plug your... Yeah, no, name? I mean, uh, you know, if you're watching this, please follow the Interloop blog on Instagram um, and Facebook. If you like satire, I don't there's no comedy shows, unfortunately. You can follow yeah. me on Instagram at Hispanic at the Disco. <laughs> It's yeah, just follow, you, yeah. follow me on that if you want to. Oh, but Dude, don't. I, I, yeah, you're funny on, on your fucking Instagram. Right <laughs> Thanks, uh, I try. That's great. Uh, yeah, uh, you know where to find us if you're watching this. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so pathetic to say. No, but it, no, we're doing well. We actually, I mean, I'm surprised that people have responded to it as well as we have. We're going to the 2021, and I'm hoping that i'll be doing more to um put the podcast out there i think it's gonna uh, i think no, we have I a think, good thing going i think it's great man you should do it next time you yeah. got i want to be on here with curtis you guys <laughs> you got all four of us it would be chaos <laughs> i don't know if i could you know can i don't know if i could keep it contained i know well, i don't no, know i shouldn't you're done your camera's cutting out all right i'll go to the three shot but anyways all right Thank you guys for listening. Uh, the Ill Advised Podcast on everything. All right. Bye-bye. See ya. Sorry.